Hey guys, this is Joshua with Dads on the Fly podcast, and we just want to say thank you for listening. And just if you don't mind, please take time to just give us a rating or review. That is how podcasts get their start, and we are so glad to keep bringing you Dads on the Fly weekly. And uh, just give us a shout out with any ideas you have, and we look forward to hearing from you. Have a hope you enjoy episode five of Dads on the Fly podcast. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am your host, Caleb Simmons, along with my brother tonight, Joshua Simmons. How you doing tonight, Joshua? I'm doing well. Um, the world is rolling. Yeah, we're getting back in the swing of things, right? The school teachers are getting back in the swing of things. And that's you? That would be me, all of the other people who work all the time. But those of us who get the summer off, we are back in the swing of things. We had our first uh, half day of school today. And uh, it's going to be a good year. Yeah, good. It's a crazy year, still. It's still going to be a crazy <laughs> year. We're uh, working out the kinks and all the, the world kind of the situations bring right now to the school system and into classes and all that. But um, my kids went to school today, had a great time. Uh, Foster started fourth grade. Corbin started first grade. Both really loved it. Um, awesome experience. Happy about their teachers. Love where they go to school. And um, so we're excited. Hope things go well. Um, I would just say, you know, keep our teachers and um, our students in your prayers as they go through this kind of what we hope isn't too much of a roller coaster year, but we're going to be okay. Yeah. We got one uh, going to kinder camp tomorrow. Kinder camp. So, yeah. He gets his first day of going to the school, seeing his classrooms, and I think we find out later this week who his teacher's going to be, and then next week it goes into full blast for him. First time at the school. He's so excited. Are mom and dad driving him to kinder camp for the morning? You guessed it <laughs> are you see we weren't allowed to get out so i think you have to drop him at the door yeah, i don't think we're able to take him in because of all the covid stuff and everything yeah, but we're uh, dropping him off together and i'm taking the morning off tomorrow while he's there to just kind of hang out around the house it's probably uh, a smart plan i don't see him struggle i think he'll probably oh, just he's take off great he yeah. won't care he'll give he will he will be so excited to walk out the door he can't stand it. i can now, see him taking the off. tears will probably come from the front seat of the vehicle not the kid's seat yeah probably both of you but although Re- james's little brother last night as we we're getting ready for bed and talking about it and james did say i'm gonna miss reed tomorrow so uh, i think yeah. he might cry a little morning but it'll be interesting uh we can have an episode in the future about that what yeah. else is going on? Uh, well, uh, let's see. So school's getting back. Things are kind of getting back rolling again. You know, uh, in the ministry world where I'm at, it's uh, kind of getting geared back up for fall. People, you know, kind of coming back to church. Although COVID's kind of throwing a little wrench into things. But things definitely speed up this time of year in the ministry world and uh, excited for everything that's coming up at church. But we did take a little bit of time last week before you had to start school. And we went on a fishing trip. We did go fishing. Uh, we're going to talk about that fishing trip here in a minute. I would like to kind of echo what you said. You know, it seems like when school starts back, um, the fall, things do kind of just, everybody kind of gets in their routines. Yeah. Um, even if you're, I don't know, even if you don't have, it seems like everybody, teachers, if you have kids, it like kind of gets you back in that routine. Uh, sports start going at the high schools and middle schools. Um, you know, kid, kids are going to, uh, helps our kind of routine a little bit, you know, just, it's it's a good time for us. Um so we're excited, yeah. But let's talk about our fishing trip. Yeah, Last, let's talk about it. That was a week ago, Monday. Mm-hmm. Did what we love to do. Yeah, we got a little late start based on uh, my circumstances, but 
We did go up to a blue line stream, not far from that, well, 45 minutes from the house yeah, or something. Yeah. We were up near the Blue Ridge Parkway. About an hour from Ken. And a uh, beautiful day. Gorgeous. I mean, we could not have picked better weather. We had perfect weather. We got in the river around, what, not 10 o'clock maybe? It's probably close to 10. 10, 15? Maybe a little after 10. A little 10, 15? Mm-hmm. Um, got in the river. We, so uh, we really picked a stretch. And just like we talked about a few weeks ago in one of our podcasts, when it comes to planning, you sent me a map, <laughs> a picture of a map. It said, hey, let's go check this out. I was like, okay. Yeah, we on. were we were on this stream. You we fished a lot, but we had never fished this stretch of the stream. Um, and we and we chose to do that because? We had we had a lot of amount of time, kind of mm-hmm. we talked about in our previous episode. And we thought maybe this stretch was not as pressured. Yeah, because it's kind of away from the road. That leads to the stream. That yeah. leads to the stream and away from the path. Uh you know, there was parts when we were in the creek and looking up to the to the trail beside the creek, you know, is trails a hundred feet above it and really kind it, of steep embankments. It so. was a great piece of river, which kind of brings us into what we're gonna talk about a little bit. For the first hour fifteen, mm-hmm. hour and a half, I don't think I hooked a fish. No, we didn't. And that was the frustrating thing, because we got in the water plenty early enough. The temperature was much cooler up where we were fishing. So I wasn't worried about it being too hot for the fish. And if anything, it got, like you said, when it was cooler in the morning when we were fishing, the fishing was really terrible. Now, I had probably, I had probably changed flies three times at least, which is usually more than I will change flies an entire trip mm-hmm. if things are going well on an yeah. entire day. Uh, like when I went a couple weeks ago into the park, mm-hmm. I didn't change flies the whole day. I fished for like four hours. So I had already changed flies like three times. Uh, we were hitting just beautiful pockets of water. That was the thing that was so frustrating. We were in, and for this small creek, there was just some beautiful waterfalls and some plunge pools and it was big just, holes that we were thinking, there's got to be something. And we were just coming up empty. I mean, we would we would... We were fishing hard too. I mean, we weren't, you know, like um, yeah, we were doing we our normal flying past. We weren't flying past every good hole. We were fishing every hole. We were going slow, you know. When we knew and I fished together, we usually kind of break the river in half uh, if it's wide enough. Like he'll take a side, I'll take a side, or uh, we'll take turns, kind of. And, and there pools. were there were parts that were wide enough for us to, to do, do that, that, and then yeah. parts of us we were just switching. Like you take a pool, I take mm-hmm. a pool, kind of yeah. watching, seeing what's going on. Um, I will say after. Thinking about our podcast, the one we had a couple episodes ago about just enjoying the moment, I did try to do that. Yeah, I did too. A little more than normal. But I'll be honest, I got frustrated. We did get frustrated, but I did try to do that a little bit more than normal. Mm -hmm. Then it must have been about 11.30, 11.45. Sorry, I think the thing that was most frustrating was the times I was spending, and I don't know if I was just rusty from not having fished a lot this summer, but I spent so much freaking time that first hour and a half dealing with just knots and you hung a little more than the normal. trees yeah. and just doing and like, you you tied better using than me so i was doing a different rod i was using a different rod than i normally do it's a it's a newer rod that i have it's a little 2.8 rod and it's uh it's an eight foot two eight douglas and sweet little rod love it to death but i don't know if i just haven't used it enough yet and i'm still learning it but i spent a lot of time in the trees and a lot of time getting knots out of my dry dropper that i was throwing it just was it was a frustrating morning yeah it was I think it rained, but never hard. Yeah, it drizzled a little bit. And then all of a sudden, it 
kind of rain. You know, I was talking to another fly angler earlier this week, and, and I don't understand. I'm not scientific. That was always my worst subject. But I think something happened with the pressure, like the barometric pressure or something. I don't know. There's a, something there's a, probably did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that. all I that. I science, but never covered that subject. We so. would need a professional. Remember, yeah. this is non-professional flying English here <laughs> yeah, to explain so. why it happened. But all of a sudden, 11.30, 11.45, probably like right at noon. Uh, it just turned on. It did. And like, what we were hot. thinking would happen in that creek happened. Yeah. The wild rainbows just came alive. Yeah. Which was kind of what we were targeting. We mm-hmm. kind of knew that's what that creek had, mm-hmm. and uh, and it got fun. Yeah, it did. And it got fun for you. You you were tying in a. So it was it was awesome. I've really started doing this a lot now. Uh, my dry fly up top was 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 originally the first fly. The first two flies I tied on were flies that I had tied. But they're still there in a tree somewhere. They're hanging out along <laughs> the bank somewhere, probably. And so broke those off. Tied something different on. Broke those off and tied something new on, and I tied a dry that I'd bought from somewhere like a parachute Adams, but underneath it was a nymph that I tied that was literally like somebody posted a picture of one of a fly on Instagram, and I was like, I think I could tie that, and I uh, tried and didn't have everything that I needed to tie the fly exactly right. So I didn't have all the materials. So you made your own variation. So I made my own variation and it ended up being hot. It was amazing. I caught six fish on that fly in a matter of 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, just, and that was a cool feeling. And so we are contemplating, I don't know how that works in the fly tying world since I'm not a fly tire, but we're, we're contemplating, are we, what do we trademark that? Do you get a? We're gonna. I'm gonna tie that again. Yeah, you're gonna get a patent. Do you get a patent on it? I don't well, know. I don't how that know works. how any of that stuff works. <laughs> so we're gonna name that fly the judge, though. We're, we're gonna decide. We're gonna that, maybe name so. it the judge. I thought. No, I kind of like the prosecutor too. Oh, yeah, we the had two different names. Be for it. I don't know. The judge or the prosecutor. We like the, we the, like the prosecutor. Still out. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to tie one again this week. Let's see what happens. And we'll post a picture of it yeah. and let everybody it's see it. With the weather we are currently having in Western North Carolina, it's a great week to tie flies. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna be doing here. Yeah, it's a perfect week to have to work for the first time in the summer to yeah. not fish because it's easy to look outside of my school. It's almost like the Lord was saying, Hey, I know you have to go back to work and I'm not going to make you jealous of 75 <laughs> degrees, yes. sunny days. Yeah. Um, like I do when you come back from spring break, but going to let you look outside and watch a monsoon for four days yeah. when you start back school. But it got really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both started catching fish mainly on the nymphs for a little while. And then I, uh, did something I, for some reason I've never done. And this is really strange because I listen to a lot of podcasts, listen to a lot of guys and say this time of year, you should fish terrestrials. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I wasn't having any luck with my go-to dry flies that I usually like. I'd mm-hmm. thrown a couple stimulators, um, casted a couple other flies and went to a black foam ant. Yeah. And man. It, it, it was hot. Yeah. That they one. Were, they were tearing it up. And I got a, I think I, I, think I caught three fish. There are those, for those of us who fish in the park and fish blue lines, a lot of times your dry fly bites are not your scenic Montana slow rise sip. sip. But I had two like that on that ant Mm -hmm. that just really came up. That one fish was really fun. Yeah. That was probably the biggest biggest fish we we caught caught that day. day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good fish and it hit the ant and just like demolished it. And then you ended up. Get another ant. Yeah, I caught I had. a couple of them. Yeah, yeah I, I gave you an ant. Yeah. You had like three of them in your pack, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to need one of those." Yeah. So there's there's a lesson in that. You know, when you're on the river with your buddy, always carry at least two of the same fly. I learned that from that that 
that subsurface nib I thought. Yeah, always carry two. Yeah, and I only had one. Always be willing to give up one yeah. for your other angler. Absolutely. Because I think it does two things. It makes you really pay attention where you're casting if you know you only have one more in the box. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, if you have 20 of them, you're going to like... Ah, oh, screw it. If yeah. it gets lost. I remember the same up. thing happened. We were in North Georgia catching <laughs> yeah. those 27-inch, yeah. you know, huge, however big they were, rainbows with our one of our favorite guides. Yeah. And... Uh, he was digging in his fly box for this one fly that was working. Yeah, he, Remember, had, he had two of them. Yeah, yeah, it was like, he had, you know, this is a guide. He's got four boxes full of flies, but this one fly was working. So, uh, yeah, that was one way to look at it. You get real careful with that fly. Mm-hmm. And you will, if you get it hung on anything, you'll climb a bank just to get that sucker off. Oh, gosh. Off. So I did that. Yeah. I had to, that, that, that fly that I tied that was working so well, I got it caught on a big old boulder on a limb that was hanging up on top of this boulder, and I felt like I felt like the guys that were in the Olympics the other week climbing the rocks. <laughs> I didn't watch any Olympic oh, rock climbing. There's Olympic rock climbing. It's pretty interesting. Go check it out. But I felt like that because like I'm like hanging on the side of this rock, yeah, like it, reaching up and trying to grab a leaf to pull the limb down, <laughs> and I fought with this thing. Save the prosecutor, judge, yeah, whatever we're gonna to, call. Yeah. It. <laughs> I had to save it, so yeah. it took like 20 minutes to get that fly out, but I got it. And so we had about an hour, maybe two hours. Of really, really solid fishing. Like, Mm -hmm. what are those, when it becomes like every cast you begin to anticipate. You know, when you start out and you're not doing anything and you're casting and presenting flies well, hitting pools well, and you kind of just start looking at each other. I can remember looking at you like shrugging your shoulders like, what are we doing? Then it turned on Mm -hmm. and that's when it gets really fun. Yeah. Because then every cast you're... It's almost like you know that you're going to get a fish out of every hole, and yeah. we started to. Yeah, we really did. I mean, we would, or at least we would miss it. Or hole. We yeah, would, there, yeah, I mean, we, we missed plenty of fish, sixteen, twenty fish somewhere in there, but we probably missed, you know. Yeah, but we knew there were fish there. That. Now, I mean, we knew that that was the time the fish were starting to, to get on. And uh, the the other cool part of that part of the river we'd never been to is we found there were some swimming holes in there. Oh my gosh, there was. <laughs> yeah, we swam. Yeah, we literally swam. There was this one hole that I just let you take the lead and. I'm grateful I had my chest back. You on, were up to your chest. Like yeah, it was waste. up to your chest yeah, back there. Because it was, yeah, yeah, it was bad. We were, my chest back was soaked. I had to dry. We were, it we were floating pretty good there. Um, but all in all, a fantastic day. Um, a great fish. Probably four hours, maybe. What yeah, do you think? Four or five. Four, four or five hour fish. Probably could have done it four. We did slow down at one point. We tried to slow down. Yeah, we did. We did a much better job. We got back to the truck. Uh had our post-fishing snack, mm-hmm. and there was a waterfall coming out of the mountain yeah, that we didn't even know was there when we first got in the water. We weren't paying attention. Um, so, awesome day. Fantastic. Day. Yeah. But I think what we want to talk about on this episode of the podcast, other than what we've already done with all the fishing and stuff, was how does that relate to kind of life? Yeah. And how does that maybe relate to being a dad, mm-hmm. being a parent? Yeah. You know, for the first hour and a half of that experience we were uh it was frustrating discouraged well, yeah very maybe discouraged was a good one like we were well, wondering I think, if was... I think part of the reason i was so discouraged is so the last few weeks leading up to that trip have been a long few weeks for for me just personally uh work related stuff family related stuff just lots of stuff just going on you know we're preparing for this fall with Reed starting school and it's just a lot happening and I I was so looking forward to going fishing Monday 
because I just felt like I needed it. Like I felt we just, like we just I, needed a little bit I, of time away. I needed it. I needed to just get out away. on the water. I needed to get on the water. I needed to go have a good time. I needed to go catch some fish. And that first hour and a half was just like, this sucks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and and I tried to slow down and just enjoy the scenery and enjoy the beauty of where I was. And but at the end of the day, the we moment. we go to catch when fish. You're, yeah, you go to catch fish, and two, like when you're dealing with knots half the freaking time. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and Tang was like, we, you get mad at yourself and you get so angry at yourself. And I feel, you know, there are times where I would do things. I'd be like, golly, you're such an idiot. Why did you do that? And and I'm my own worst critic. And well, we've taken people fishing. Yeah, and at the end, like. They don't do as well as we do. Mm-hmm. And they'll make the statement, oh, but I had a great time. Yeah. And I always think they're lying. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't, I mean, they're not. Yeah. But I think for me and you, it's like, we expect to catch some fish. Yeah, we should, we should not walk away empty handed. I mean, and, and this time of year when we were especially, where we were, yeah, we knew like, this, time of year. this should be for us a, a decent day. I mean, yeah. it's not like a record day or anything, but no. It's, it should be a good day. Like mm-hmm. we should catch fish. Yeah. Now, when we were younger, or starting out, more inexperienced, a oh, one or two fish was like wow. In the, in yeah, blue line creeks, blue line, wild creeks. Yeah. We were, but now we kind of like. Yeah, we feel like we, we feel like we can figure this out enough to out. have a day for us. Yeah. And so I think that kind of was the first part of discouragement in the first hour, hour and a half. And we talked about how, you know, we wanted to just be out there. For me, it was like I had to work. I had to start work on that Tuesday, mm-hmm. so it was like my last kind of full day of summer vacation. It's what I chose to do, hang out. It was great. And I did. I had a blast. It, it's it's a great trip. Probably a trip I remember just because of, you know, the phone man action and yeah. something different. But we talked about we didn't – we stay consistent. I think it was yeah. a word you used earlier when mm-hmm. we were talking about this. Yeah. We 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 tweaked things, but we stayed consistent. We didn't – we didn't give up. We didn't get out of the creek and say, you know what, today's shot. We, we've we been fishing for two hours. We haven't caught anything. We might as well just go home. We couldn't have got out of the creek two hours in anyway. No, but. we couldn't. We had to, <laughs> I mean, flipping. And maybe that's a part of it. It's like put yourself in places where you can't get out easily. You have to just keep going. <laughs> There's because, probably a really good lesson in there. Yeah. Because if you weren't going, it was it was either a hike out back down the creek or might as well just We had to get up. to the next bridge. So it was, yeah, so it was yeah, no, we were yeah. stuck. We maybe that's why I chose away. it, knew that we were going to be there four hours ago. Yeah, maybe so. But thinking about consistency, I think about, think of something that you try to teach your children. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't click. Yeah. Case in point, we're, we're doing this right now. I'll give you a great example. We are trying to get James, who's our two-year-old, about to turn three, we are really struggling with sleep at night and like sleeping in his bed and doing some things. Yeah, this is a just, whole bad episode for me. Yeah, no, I understand that. But just stay with me for a minute. We are deciding like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to stay consistent. We're going to tweak things as we go. But it's it's going to be hard. This is just the thing that we're dealing with right now. It, it can It can apply in so many different ways, I think. But we've got to decide like, okay – it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be difficult, but we've just decided like this week, like we're going to make it happen because we've got to get in some kind of routine because if we don't get in some kind of routine at night as they start school and he starts preschool, it, we're just going to be miserable. Yes. And consistency really does work. Mm-hmm. Uh, as poor of an example in my entire life, anything I do mm-hmm. as I am with consistency, mm-hmm. it really does work. Yeah. Especially with kids. 
kids, I, I think kids need consistency. Something consistent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, up until this year, this is the first fall I've never coached a fall sport. Yeah. So for my kids, there was it was hard to have a consistent. Yeah, for sure. They were with me at games, in the gyms, all out. I mean, it's just the way they mm-hmm. – Foster especially, when yeah. he was like five growing up when I was coaching at the high school level. So that was more difficult. But this well, we've, year – We've talked about this before. Oh, sorry, go ahead and say what you're no, saying. No, this year we've done – We've really tried to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we started a chore chart. That's impressive. For a fall, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure who's more scared. <laughs> you were the kids? Well, I had, mine was really long. Like, Laura was making oh, Laura mine. Oh, made you a chore chart. Well, he, she made everybody one. It was it's kind of a That's bit awesome. tense, yeah. It was like, you know, I started out kind of cute and stuff. Like, we were just going to get the little sticker board, like when you were three. And oh, did you had get the little stickers? star stickers. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, we those. didn't get So, we had dry erase. Oh, nice. So, that way, when you don't get it, you get an X instead of, <laughs> I don't know. I, we haven't got it in yet. It's supposed to come on Amazon or something. But, you know, it's like we're trying to just some little things. Yeah. Just some consistency, mm-hmm. little things. But it really does go a long way, even with us, because it's so easy to come in from a day of work, whatever. Sit on the couch, yeah. watch a show or two. For us, we watch Jeopardy. Like we are that people now. I like it. Yeah, we're we're pretty kind of old souls when it comes to Jeopardy. <laughs> but anyway, it's another rabbit we won't chase. So like just being consistent. Yeah. And you go back to the fishing trip. We stay consistent. We, we fish. We, we tweak things. You Which know, is okay. We, we changed, yeah, we changed flies. We figured out you know this isn't working, so let's try something a little different. But we consistently fish the way we know how to catch fish in that area. Yeah, and so whatever we you fish have the to... pockets we know how to fish. Yeah. We fish the runs we knew how, that where fish were probably most likely to be. We stayed consistent, even in the frustration of dealing with tangled knots and hanging in trees. We could have easily just thrown in the towel, hiked back out the river, called the day quits, said this was a waste, come back home early, and you know. When did something else, but we stay consistent. We stay consistent to doing what we knew it was supposed to work. And I think when you figure that out as a parent, mm-hmm. you can do it, but don't feel defeated when you have to tweak. Yes. Even if it's a big tweak mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. Well, we, we've small. talked about this before in the past, you know, you got to figure out what works best for you and your kids. And, you know, like with the sleep thing, like you're laughing about, like, this is not like the well, best No, I only thing laugh. Like, there are many things I have done with, my, my son sleeps like a champ. Yeah, I mean, he has for pretty much his whole mm-hmm. life. Well, basically. Yeah. He, I mean, until he got, the only time he didn't sleep well was when he got so long for the little sleeping thing we used to sleep him in. <laughs> I mean, neither one of my kids ever slept in a, yeah. what, is it a crib? Crib. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know, I don't even know what it's called because they never slept in it. But neither one of them ever slept in a crib, but he slept in one of them little, like, rocky things or whatever you call it. And uh, he, oh, it was a dream. And then he got too tall for it. <laughs> then we had to switch to, like, a kid bed, you know, and now we're in a big bed. But, like, he, once he's out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we still have it written down the amount of nights that Corbin has slept through the night. Because <laughs> it's still, you can count on without hand. Without either talking to me or, like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, I understand. I get it. And it's just what it is. Yeah. We don't made a huge deal over it. Yeah, no, but totally. We do have a pretty good school time, consistent. This Routine. is when we, yeah, especially yeah. on the weekdays. Yeah, for sure. On the weekends, we give yeah. a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, we'll play games. And I think, and I think, you know, like, like we're talking about bedtime and stuff like that. But I think even the more important things, like the things you're trying to teach your kids, 
the, the morals, the values, the things you're trying to instill in them. You know, I think a lot of times we get tired of saying it. We, I feel like I apply a lot of the stuff I think about it, like work with leadership and stuff to parenting because it's, it's so relatable. But we say this a lot of, um, you know, in like leading people in ministry, that when we get tired of saying it, people are just now hearing it. And I think that's the thing with kids. We have to be consistent about talking about the things that matter because when we consistently talk about it over and over and over again, and we consistently show up in their kids' lives over and over and over again, we may get tired of saying it, but they're just now hearing it. And it, and it matters to be, to be consistent. Well, it's like we want to be. Difference. We want to be new. We want to do something new. Yeah, we want to try. So to like, like, we want to change it. Yeah, or, we want to change it up. It's just the same way. If you're, you get, if you get bored, if you get bored easily, which Enneagram sevens dude, tend to get bored easily. And Monday, when we were fishing, I, I mean, there was a time where I was like, "This is getting freaking boring because I'm tired of doing this over and over and over again and not getting the results that I wanted." Yeah, and I tied into like coaching. You think about the great coaches and you happen to play for one mm-hmm. who's now, you know, probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he doesn't really change his message. No. Coach Sweeney's been saying the same thing. For, for people that don't know me that maybe listen to this podcast, I played football at Clemson. And Coach Sweeney's message has been the same day since day one. And it's like you said. And he just says it over and over and over again. And you would think it would be. But people don't get tired of hearing it when you're bringing home. Yeah, well, it's it works. Yeah, and I think that's the thing in parenting. Well, why do we feel like we have to do something new? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of guilty for that. No, I understand. Like instead of just, like, we try to tell our kids Sunday night was it Sunday night? Yeah, before the first day of school. Hey, regardless of what happens, what are we going to do tomorrow when we're in school? Um, we're going to make sure we're kind to others, and we're going to make sure we're not afraid to meet new friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Be compassionate. Be kind. Yeah, be compassionate, yeah. And that was kind of our go-to. And I struggle to not do that reminder. Like, I drop them off every morning. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I try to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, who are you going to be kind to today? Yeah. Hey, who are you going to make feel better today? Yeah. That's just something we try. That's good. But if I but I, Dude, if I, but car, I can do it consistently. Car time is a great time to do that. Like, especially on the way to school and on the way back from school. I, yeah. I think as long I mean, as we get enough sleep for at me night. to think about too. Yeah. yeah, true. That's good for me to think about too. Like as we start read off in kindergarten soon and James is going to be going to preschool, you know, think about it that time in the car with them. That's time to have really meaningful conversations and be consistent about things. You know, I know and, a lot of, I have friends who have been doing this parenting thing a lot longer than I have. And they, they pray on their way to school every morning. They, they pray together. They pray for their day. They pray for their friends. They pray for their, you know, whatever's going on. And I just think, you know, sometimes we think, I think sometimes for me, we sometimes think things like that might be hokey or they may be silly or they don't really matter. But that stuff is so huge for kids. That consistency of doing that over and over and over again, it adds up over time. Yeah, I, I mean, it really matters. Even like just telling them the same phrase or whatever every morning. Mm-hmm. We try to do that. It's even being consistent for us, like, hey, Get up, sit for five minutes, and not rush, which yeah. we're we're bad to do, but we're trying to do better this year. Just don't rush. Give a minute to wake up, and then they really talk to you in the car, get going, and then they're you know hope they do that in the school schoolhouse with their friends and so on. And yeah, I think you hit it on the head. That's a great way to look at it. 
be consistent. Yeah. With your, with your kids. With your kids. Time over time really matters. And show up consistently. I think we, we could we could talk about that other thing, but I think it means a lot to kids when you show up consistently. Yeah. In their lives. For sure. And so we fished and you know, it was great. Like we stayed consistent. It was awesome, like that hour stretch. And then, you know, it kind of went back. We yeah, kinda, it sucked again. Yeah, we didn't really <laughs> it didn't I mean, suck. We, yeah, we I still mean, caught a couple we had fish. Anticipation, but but it we still caught a couple fish. It was, there was about a, we fished for four hours. There was about an hour stretch it really where good. it was just super. It was really good. And then we kind of, it kind of tapered off. And yeah. I missed a really big fish kind of at the end mm-hmm. on another dry fly bite. And, uh, but I, I thought I did better. I was really proud of myself when I got to my spot. I was like, okay, we're going to we get hit out. the bridge, and you were like, okay, this is it. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> do my usual, that looks good up there. Yeah. Which is normally what I do. Yeah. So I was feeling good about it. And then we went and hung out on the tailgate of the truck and just talked and hung out. Just that, hanging out. And that's another great thing. And then, to our credit, I think we, we're going to talk about the full day. Yeah, and then we made it a great day. We, we came back. kids, took them to the pool, and played at the pool till. For at least oh, a couple we hours. for a couple hours. Probably the pool. longest pool day we've had all this summer. Yeah. And Trying to kind of just celebrate the end of summer. Yeah. It was good times. Everybody jumped mm-hmm. off the diving board. You were trying to do some diving tricks you learned from the Olympics. I mean, we got a pretty great video of... Oh, that part was good. Jumping into the pool and throwing the ball back. Yeah, I was talking about. We didn't get a video of you trying to do that thing. Yeah, where we you didn't jump need back. To yeah, that, that. that was that Nobody was bad. Needs video. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, we had I a good. Still have a bruise from that. So we had a good day with the kids. Yeah, exactly. So we made it a full day, and I think that's the other thing that sometimes I don't know if we were planning on talking about, but mm-hmm. you know, it was my last day of summer, so I didn't want to feel like real guilty about spending my last day of summer yeah. on the water the whole time. We got back, hung out with the kids. And then, you know, my kids didn't have to start school. It was just me with work days. Yeah. So we were able to kind of hang out the rest of the week, mm-hmm. too, and kind of go out on a... Um, and I was actually off all of last week. Yeah, so you went to the lake? Went to the lake with the kids for the rest of the week. Had a cool time. Getting ready to kind of get things rolling back to that fall routine. So it was good. Yeah. Even was, did a little fishing at the lake. How did that go? Terrible. Oh, sorry. It was fun, though. It was always fun. I ended up catching one day for, like, it was funny, uh... I went one day, they've got some kayaks down there, and I kind of floated around in the little yeah. cove that the house that we were staying at was in and caught absolutely nothing, yeah. like just total Were you fly skunk. fishing the whole time? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Were you sitting in a kayak? Yeah. Fly yeah, fishing, just, casting okay? Eh, Not great. It would be better difficult. if you could stand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm learning, so yeah. we've we, we got plans for the future. So, you know, going to continue to learn how to do that. But uh, so funny – the one day we caught fish, it, uh, it was we were sitting in the boat dock, and my father-in-law had a little spinner rod and threw a little piece of bread on it, and he caught, started catching brim. So I was like, "Well, I gotta go try this." So I took the fly rod and took a little piece of bread from the you know kids eat a peanut butter sandwich; they don't ever eat the ends. So I just took the, <laughs> cut the ends off for him and took the ends and put them on a. I actually took a fly. That was well, the, pretty much falling apart and tore it apart. The challenge is, can the you tie there. fly mm-hmm. that would mimic bread? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you could. Well, could you not? So this is a shout out to Justin Pilot, but uh, there is a tie that matches dog food. So we'll we'll, we'll leave that for another day. So, <laughs> so you could tie fly, Matt. You, you know, I mean, you pretty much just use a cork. But anyway, so hooked up, a put a little piece of put a little piece of bread on there and uh, drops it down there. It'd catch like four little brim. And uh, one really pretty little sunfish. I mean, just a gorgeous little fish. That's cool. It was fun. Kids thought it was cool. It was funny. It was like 
you know, did it for like 30 minutes and caught like four fish yeah. and got the kids to kind of, you know, touch the fish, pet it. One of them helped me throw it back in the water, watch it swim off. Good and time. It's, and it's all done. Always a good time. Love it. Yep. So that was our trip. Mm-hmm. I think the lesson was be consistent. Yeah. And don't be discouraged. That was yeah, the other lesson. I mean, yeah. Even when things don't go your way, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Monday was a trip that was, we, we fished, we got discouraged, then it turned on. We were, we were fortunate. Some days it doesn't turn on. Some days you go out, you get discouraged and it never goes the way you want it to. Uh, but I think, I think sometimes when you're consistent, even in those moments, you end up taking something away from it. You learn something. You can overcome. I, th- I think that's what I would look at. We overcame the morning, mm-hmm. stay consistent. We battled through, caught fish, swam up to our neck, <laughs> yeah. full experience. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fell too bad. Uh, great time. Saw nobody else, just us in the water. Yeah. All we saw. So it was all good. And as we, if you're listening to this, I think what I wanted to tell everybody was, we, we have a lot of listeners who have kids, number one, mm-hmm. who are starting school. Mm-hmm. We have also some listeners who are teaching. Yeah. Or involved, and so here we go. We don't know what this roller coaster ride is going to be like here for a little while with yeah. what's going on. So let's let's try not to be discouraged. That's something I need to tell myself. Yeah, you know, just try to not be discouraged as it starts, mm-hmm. and try to look for the positive mm-hmm. in that. Because I mean, yeah. there's a couple that a couple of those fish I'm really going to remember. Yeah, they were um, they were big, wild, big, big, nice fish, fish yeah. and, and a couple like fishing that ant. Something I'm going to yeah, catching them on terrestrials. We've never done that before. Yeah. Which is weird that we haven't done that, but yeah, yeah it was fun. And so those are those are things you'll remember. Mm-hmm. And I can look back and say, "Hey, well, that was a really cool day." Yeah, um, just a perfect day. Like yeah. we we talked about this a couple episodes ago. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't spend that much money. We really didn't spend any money other than the gas. Had a great day fishing. Came back. Took the kids to the pool. Had a great evening, mm-hmm. and it was a big fun day. Yeah, and everybody slept well, and yeah. kids were happy, and yeah. we were happy as dads and. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. So that would be and my. I think, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just think you make a great point. You know, this year we got a lot of parents, kids starting school. There's a lot of unknowns coming up in the world. And even if you're not, not go. even if you don't have kids, even if you're not starting oh, school, yeah. even if you're not teaching, right now you are time. waking up yeah. every day with unknowns. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty, and we can't control all that. But you know, if you're a parent, there are some things you can't control. You can be consistent. You can say what needs to be said. You can show up in your kids' lives consistently through the season. And I think it's going to pay dividends in the future. And they'll notice Yeah, down the road. Oh, yeah, I think it'll make a difference. And I think that's our dad tip of the week. Yeah. I think that's be consistent. Yeah. Show up consistently. Anything else to leave the people? I don't think so, man. I hope that the next... We have a phone call to make, and if we can get yeah. the guest we want, <laughs> yeah, we're really excited for the future. Of what's the next two podcast. episodes of yeah, this podcast, gonna you're going to want to tell your buddies, especially yeah, if you're in the fly not, fishing. World. Even if it's not the next one, hopefully it'll be in the next few. It'll be before episode ten is my goal. Yeah, hopefully setting a goal. Yeah, what is this episode six five? Yeah, this is episode five. So uh, we we got some excited things lined up for the future. Making a lot of uh, having a lot of conversations. I had a cool conversation on uh, my trip last week. And it's a podcast that I want to record in the future. We'll, we'll see how it comes. I'm excited. Thinking about taking some spouses fishing. We'll see how it goes. 
That would be fun. That would be interesting. And then have the and spouses have on the podcast. podcast. Yeah, so yeah I like that. that idea. Yeah. I also think that if you um, if you're somebody that would like to join us on the podcast sometime, we would we we welcome that. Absolutely. We're trying to set the the rule of we have to take you fishing first. Yeah, we can't have you on the podcast until we take you fishing. And the only reason we're really doing that is to give us an excuse to take somebody fishing. One hundred percent. Yeah, just so we can go fishing. <laughs> Uh, so I, I can look at my wife and say, hey, babe, it's for the podcast that we're doing. Yeah, I had a buddy. He was like, I see what you did there. You started a fly fishing podcast, so you would have a reason to fish. Absolutely. Whatever works. <laughs> we figured it out. It only took us until now to figure yeah, out sure. all these years we've been fishing. Um, but I want to say thank you. This is it's so fun. Really, Dude, we started this, this to have this. conversations. Is, yeah, and the fact that, you know, I was looking at our analytics the other day, and we told each other when we started this podcast we were going to do it if five people listened to it. And so many more than that have begun to listen to this thing consistently. Yeah, we are overwhelmed by your yeah, um, so cool. generosities, the comments, the the tweets, the text messages. Yeah, uh, you know, it makes our day when you tell us that. Hey, I woke up this morning to listen to your podcast. Yeah, uh, I would say just just remember to give us a rating mm-hmm. uh, or review would be great. And we got some upcoming stuff coming. Got a website hopefully launching soon. We hope. And it's uh, almost ready. Maybe some merch. Got some stickers coming soon. Stickers hopefully. will be first. Mm-hmm. So I would say get your shout out if you want some stickers. And yeah, I think the merchandise will probably be a, I don't know, maybe a Christmas-ish type. Maybe yeah, we could, that'd be cool. Maybe it can be Christmas gifts for everybody. That'd be awesome. like the way things are going. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> that'd be great. We can, unless somebody out there in the world says, we want to sponsor your merch. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to sponsor our merch, we will put your business logo on the side of it. Absolutely. Um, merchandise expenses. And uh, keep praying for, you know, everybody that's going through what we're going yeah. through this our world right now. And, uh, hey, all you parents out there, I mean, just something I'd want to say before we close this up. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about some things, but no two. I'm, I'm just praying for all the parents, especially in this season and, you know, school teachers and things that are going on. Um, there are people that are rooting for you. It's not easy. It is nothing to be taken lightly. And, uh, and everybody does their, and keep going. Everybody does their own thing. Do what mm-hmm. do what you think is best in the eyes of, you know, yeah. the creator in for your kids. Yep. On a lighter note, I'll I'll have mentioned the word boat every day <laughs> for the last um like two weeks. I'm just gonna yeah. keep hitting it. Either, you know, we'll get annoyed and it's happened to happen or I don't I don't know. Something's going to go down eventually at one point in life. Yep. It's going to happen. So uh, thank you guys you again. You only sent me two YouTube videos this past week. I did? Only two YouTube only videos. Two YouTube well, videos I, got, I had to start work. That's true. <laughs> back <laughs> That's at work. What it is. You're back at work. Although I do have a trip planned for the fall, possibly. Oh, know. yeah. You did make Maybe, a plan. Even if it's a not overnight or we may just do one little I think thing. We should do it. Hopefully yeah. go get on the South Halston or something. We That'd might do that. That'd be great. Um, but. Thank you guys for out there listening. Caleb, I appreciate it. This is always fun. It's Man, I'm really, having so much fun doing this, Joshua. Yeah, this just is great. really helps me out to get away for a little while and talk to you about fishing. And uh, hope to see you guys next week. Uh, give us a shout out and uh, share it with your friends. Thanks yeah, a lot. Share it with your friends. And uh, we'll see you next week for episode six of Death on the